Welcome to Dental Brain Crops. I'm your host, Chelsea Myers. It is absolutely beautiful outside lately in the Midwest and the change of weather and beginning of the changes in the colors has me thinking. I was thinking about how there are so many times that I hear myself say, maybe in the heat of the summer, that I can't wait for things to cool down and for fall to roll in because I love this time of year. To me, it is really just perfect. I love things all about the seasons, but there's some things about the fall that are just magical to me. So when I'm in a less comfortable time of the year, like the blistering heat or freezing cold, I find myself dreaming of more comfortable weather. And since I can't control the weather, I do other things during those times to create comfort, like go swimming or wear layers in the winter. In other words, I create the comfort for myself, which is only possible because I acknowledge that I'm experiencing discomfort. If I chose not to acknowledge it or elected not to deal with it, I wouldn't have the option to increase my comfort. Another example is when we're listening to music. I think we all agree that some music can spark thoughts and memories that make us feel things. And other music triggers thoughts about how much we dislike that type of music or how much we love a certain song. We connect with music with a variety of emotions. And most of us are pretty quick to change the song if we don't like the thought-feeling connection that we have with it. As humans, we're wired to think and feel things. It's what we do all day, every day. And the truth is that we're in complete control of what we choose to think about and in turn, how we choose to feel, which is why it is so important that we're aware of what we're thinking. And to know what we're thinking, we have to consciously look at our thoughts. So I do this in two ways. First, I write every day. It doesn't take long, sometimes just a couple of minutes, but I make sure to get everything out on paper. Why? Because when thoughts are circulating in my brain, I'm not able to look at them objectively and organize them in a way that has utility in my life. There's a ton of research out there on how we think and what we think about. And one study indicated that the that most of the thoughts that we have are repeated thoughts or thoughts built upon repeated thoughts, which is fine, right? If you're completely ecstatic about where you're at in life and you truly believe there's nothing left to make gains on or areas to expand in. But if you're like me or like most people interested in self-development, you realize that Thinking the same isn't going to get you different results. And I personally want to be made aware of any areas that I'm repeating thoughts or building on repeating thoughts or otherwise self-stumbling. And the way that I create that self-awareness is to write my thoughts down. I write anything in the realm of what's bothering me, what problems I see, what I wish was different, where I'm struggling. And from there, I can make some choices about what I see. Sometimes the mere exercise of writing is a relief. Other times I'll notice something in my writing that warrants further thinking or more discovery. And then sometimes I realize that I've been thinking or believing something that just doesn't serve me at all. 
Now, it's important when we're engaging in this type of work that we're really thorough. Not that we have to dig for things that aren't there, but more so that we make sure to write down the things that for sure are there and don't leave anything out on purpose. Because the thing you leave out will make itself known all day long as it runs in the background of your mind. I was talking to a client the other day and I explained it like this. I said, when I go to wash my kids' clothes, I make sure to check their pockets because oftentimes there's stuff in them and it needs to come out. A lot of times I find Hot Wheels or rocks or money. And sometimes I find things like gum or candy that has a high potential of creating a sticky mess if they're left in the clothes. So by getting it all out, you get to decide how and when you'll deal with the things that you write down. And here's why this works. Our brains like predictability. They like safety. They like knowing. So if there's something on my list that I realize I need to deal with or work on in some way, I can decide when I'm going to do that. Maybe I decide that I can deal with it at 6 p.m. tonight. Maybe it needs to wait until next Tuesday morning. Whenever it is, whatever I decide, that's what I can remind myself when the reminder thoughts pop in my head about the thing. And while the brain will still offer thoughts about it, having the planned time to handle it provides a level of peace in the interim. So that's one way I create awareness with my thoughts. I write. The other way is that I observe what I'm thinking about all of the time. I literally try to hear or see what my brain is thinking, which if you haven't done may sound a little kooky, but I promise you it'll be one of the most advantageous things you can do in relation to creating what you want in your life. So the first thing to understand is that you are not your thoughts. You have a brain that offers you thoughts and ideas, but you are not your brain. You are you. So the thoughts that are in your brain are optional and subject subject to change as you see fit. And here's how that works. I'm in line at the store and the cashier looks at me with her eyebrows raised and says, okay, ma'am, I'm going to need you to step out of line while we get your son's prescription. It's not ready and you're holding up my line. Immediately, the good protector that my brain is registers a tone that suggests aggression and the red flags start rising. And then the thought, she's really rude, pops into my mind. What a lot of us do, and I know because I've done this, is we believe that thought and we run with it. We decide that she's rude, which puts us in a negative vibration. And now we're thinking about how rude she is and how she could have said something differently. We talk to our friend about what just happened and involve them in our drama about the situation. We decide what she should have said and how she should have done it. And the list goes on because we believed the thought that our brain offered about something the cashier said. So what's the other option? The other option is to hear her words. That part was mostly inescapable and hear the thought that was offered by my brain that she's rude and just take a brief pause to wonder what else I could think. What else might be true? What would create a better feeling or mood in this situation for me? In other words, I could change the song. Because in truth, nobody benefits from a conclusion that leads to rumination and judgment, gossip, frustration, those types of things, right? 
So that's what I did. I changed the song to somehow this is in my favor. And I thought on that for a minute. And I wondered if this was in my favor, how could that be true? Some of the ideas I had were maybe my son needed a few extra minutes in the car with me. Or maybe the person behind us in line was in incredible pain. And by moving, I helped it make possible for him or her to get the relief sooner. Who knows? But I can tell you this for sure. The thought I selected on purpose that somehow this was in my favor felt a lot better than choosing she's rude. And it put me in a much better state of mind than some of the alternatives. So when we choose to really look at what we're thinking, when we look at our thoughts, we consider how they're impacting us. We make choices about when to solve problems that are weighing on us, and we dismiss useless ideas. When we do this type of work, we're utilizing our most powerful possession, our mind, in ways that optimize our ability to function, contribute, and perform. We prepare the space in our mind for expansion, and we cleanse ourselves of the clutter. It's simple work, but it takes a lot of effort, consistent effort, daily effort, and I promise you that it's worth it. Try it. I appreciate you joining me for today's episode. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit dentallife.coach for access to additional coaching tools as well as more episodes to help you create the dental life you truly desire.